Hey guys, the bot builder back. And now this time he's actually back. Because he's actually back. We're doing a podcast. I'm doing. We're doing a podcast because I'm bored. Of course you're bored. Right. Um. Yeah. So bad games that we're good at. Um. And hopefully you won't get distracted this time with um funny dual heat names. No, uh, the, uh, uh, yes, I am. Yes, actually, just. Oh my God! Hey, 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 hey! Don't be mean to Sonic the Hedgehog, all right? Yeah, I can't. I can't be dissing all the doodles out here. Although, who do I think I am? Right. Um. So. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Monday, we. Yeah. You turn up like I have things to talk about, and I'm just so um. Have you know a buddy boy? Um. <laughs> I mean, do you want to know this true story of how the coronavirus started? Oh my gosh, you bet. Oh no, what? <laughs> right. So one day, um, um, everybody's favourite um, rage quitter, um, Panacotta Fugo. Um, Fugo. Uh... He was. He was just like. Was just like. Hey. Um, I got this really cool magic trick. He decided to go over to the Indian government, yeah? Um, Of course he did. The Indian government. And the Indian government just said, oh, hey, have you heard of this really cool song? Um, It's called Purple Haze, and it's by Jimi Hendrix. And then, like, Fugo was just like, yeah, I have heard of that song. And then he activated Purple Haze. Uh, uh, And then then they're like, have you heard this song Corona by Minutemen? And then Fugo was just like, nah, fam, but I could create the coronavirus lol. And then he just decided to release all of the golden capsules on the end of his fist. Just, just creating the coronavirus in Italian style. And Luke N64 was there and he was just like saying, why does this geezer look like he's been drawn of a 3D mega sketch? Ah, <laughs> oh, classic Luke N64 quote, just saying something that has nothing to do with the situation. Yeah, what did, what did, why did he comment that on your, like, Speedwagon, the Blades the Hit video? It's just like, why does he look like he's been drawn with a mega sketch? A mega sketch, you know, one of those. Yeah, a mega sketch. No, etch a sketch. Uh, uh, never, I'm pretty sure he put something around the, like, mega sketch or something. He actually put etch a sketch. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, but yeah, I really want to talk about Mario Kart Wii for some reason. That is why I'm here to discuss the Wii of Mario Kart. Mario Kart Wii, like, like 50 CC was alright, but somehow like 100 CC decided to be like a lot different than it was on Mario Kart 8. Because on Mario Kart 8, I think I'd be 150 CC. I'm on like mirror right now. Oh. Well, I've like... just beaten Mario Kart 8 on all modes. Like, granted, most of my like ranks in the 200cc cups are like D's and C. Can you even get a D? I don't actually know. But like, I don't know the best I, I, ranks. I, 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 I Mario Kart no, Mario Kart 8. Yeah, on Mario Kart 8, it's like cups, and then there's like a star rating. Oh yeah. On the bottom. Yeah, and then you can get like three stars <laughs> if you win every cup with first or whatever. And then, you unlock, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and then you unlock everyone's favourite palette swap, Gold Mario, who is definitely not a palette swap of Metal Mario. De- who definitely no, is no, a no, palette swap of Mario. 
because because we needed another variant of a pre-existing character in our lives. It's like if they made Irene a different character in Jojo Eyes of Heaven. <laughs> yeah, just, just Jolene again. Yeah, just with new new T-shirt DLC. <laughs> Well, to be honest, they could have just put that in the JoJo stores because, like, some of the DLCs are literally just extra quotes. Oh yes, uh, and you have to get the Kameu Department Store stickers to get, to get, to get them. <laughs> oh, what, you I like how we're talking about like Mario Kart, and we somehow still get back to JoJo. Oh, okay, yeah, but Mario Kart Wii. Um, have you been just racing on like Luigi Circuit? You're about to beat the track. But then you just get bombarded by twenty blue shells, and you end up in last place. No, so I haven't been bombarded by like twenty blue shells. But I sometimes have times where it's been like you get hit by a red shell, then a green shell comes up, then like a lightning bolt comes, like for like three hundred items just come up. And once, then Luigi crashes into you, and he makes that stupid laugh. You know the ho 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 that, that stupid laugh he made. <laughs> the Luigi laugh and mockery. Yeah, the ho ho ho. Yeah, let's just like shut up, Luigi. <laughs> I've never heard that. It's so funny to you describe it. <laughs> oh my god, Mario Kart Seven! Um, anytime Luigi drives on a boost panel, he just goes, "Oh!" He just like, why? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, oh wait, you're talking about re- repetitive voice lines oh, in racing repetitive games. Repetitive voice lines in racing games are just banging. Like, um, what's another classic example? Oh yeah, um, the the um, Obi Wan Kenobi in Star Wars Super Bombad. <laughs> <laughs> I will stamp Excellent. 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 He just says excellent when anything good happens to him. It's just <laughs> sharp Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, in Crash Team Racing, they have like five skins for certain characters, but then they also have like two voice lines. Uh, so like half the time, I'm just racing as like Amy, and you just win a race. It's just, am I too good? Am I too good? Am I too good? And then like once. Every like five races, you just get. I'm just getting started, and it's like <laughs> finally for one. I do love a good bit of repetitive voice lines. Like, as someone who plays Street Fighter, I am so used to the repetitive voice lines. I think that enemy got the point. <laughs> <laughs> I think that enemy. Got I think that enemy got the point. No, but good one, Archibald. No, but Street Fighter. Um, the repetitive voice lines are just banging, like especially because they don't even have any like variants or different voice lines. Hadouken, Hadouken, Hadouken. The Street Fighter death screams are truly a masterful thing. Like, you probably don't aren't well versed with the Street Fighter lore, but I am. And I'm of, course well versed I am. With- I, of course, I'm not. I think I've played like Street Fighter like five times. Yeah, but the Street Fighter four death screams are just some of the most beautiful things ever. Like, um, <laughs> like um, one of the characters, um, his name's Guy. Whenever he gets knocked out, for some reason, he just says profound sadness. <laughs> like, what does that mean to mean? 
He's just that sad that he can't even like cry. He just needs to say that he feels sadness. Yeah, it's like profound sadness. Um, oh, what, what's another classic death scream in Street Fighter? Because there are like some really good ones. Um, oh, and, and the character DJ, who is just uh, uh, who who isn't even a subtle Jamaican stereotype. When he dies, I think he says swag when he dies. <laughs> yeah, he just says swag. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, who cares about that when you can have old Joseph's death? Oh, uh, death my God. Oh, my God. It's just like, oh, okay, thanks, <laughs> Oh yeah, oh, yeah because young Joseph and Jojo's venture and heritage of the future is just like oh, uh, just shouts oh no. Well, I heard like half of that. Just oh, uh, oh. <laughs> um, yes, because the Dreamcast broke. No, no, it's because like for some reason my connection to you just went. <laughs> yes, uh, um, yes, indeed, um. The Daytona USA soundtrack. Um, oh, 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 it's it, it's so cheesy, but it's banging. I actually really like it. Um, even though the singer could use a bit of work. Um, yeah, no, but rolling style. <laughs> I wanna fly, why high? That's literally how he sounds. It's just wow. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's just like English, English, um, fighting gold. <laughs> I'm still bound to these chains. <laughs> oh, has the world stopped it in its tracks? Ah, it's, it's, he makes a specific sound that I've never heard before. Like, so weird. I can't slow. Yeah, Where are you going, you big drip? <laughs> it's Chaos, the god of destruction. Tails, watch out, you're gonna crash. Ah! <laughs> and in his mouth, and his mouth just expands to like the size of his entire face. Oh my god. The Sonic how is there not a Sonic Adventure 1 fan dub? Like, is there even a fan dub for Sonic Adventure 1? Because there are just so many just I uh, I don't I don't think so, but but why does everyone keep bashing the, the director's cut? I, I no, I've seen people bashing Sonic Adventure recently. Like they're just saying that Sonic Adventure 1 is one of the worst Sonic games. Like, are you having a laugh? Like Sonic no. Boom! No, no, like but, but, but what I'm talking about is everyone used to be like, oh, the DX cut is rubbish. The Dreamcast version is so much better. Uh, uh, oh, oh, yeah, because I definitely want to buy the version which has less features. Yeah, I think they're mainly dissing the models. They're like, oh, the Dreamcast models are so much better. Um, personally, I... Personally... I disagree. Um, I don't know what I put on that voice for. That wasn't even a reference. I just felt like putting on a stupid voice. Um, no, I, I... I mean, the Dreamcast models look all right, but, uh, but like, the, the director's cuts more detailed. Yeah. Like, honestly, though, like, what is, what is gram fix when you have grain play? Like, that's what we need. We need good grain play to make a good grain, all right? Like... 
No, we we been up uh, called like big the catfishing thing is like I was on the I was on the PS4 store and in the sale section there were two fishing games. It's like pro fishing and fishing simulator or something. Oh, well, like pro bass extreme fishing featuring a insert D list celebrity here. But but also they they've got like DLC. They've got like expansion packs and season passes. So clearly people are buying them. So they just make a big the cat fishing game and think they can have big profit. Ah, big big profit. It's so weird to believe that that is the same voice actor as Duke Nukem. Like, how do you from, that's the last time those alien pests has shut off my ride to Froggy? It's just like it's just like I'm here to fucking Froggy. There, there are some really weird like voice acting facts that I know. Like um, you know the um absolutely terrible Bobsy the Bobcat cartoon. Yeah. Like apparently the voice actor for Bubsy in that um was the wait tr- trying to recall my memory here. Oh no, that's what it was. He voice acted um you might not know the show but the legendary show Coconut Fred, he voiced the main character Fred. And if you never heard of Coconut Fred, um it is it's a SpongeBob ripoff. Ah, L- like you can tell from the title <laughs> It's a SpongeBob ripoff. Just coconut Fred, you know, good old Fred the coconut. Yeah, the yeah. Coconut but it's different. Fred. But it's different because instead of the character being square shaped, it's he's round. <laughs> I I've seen two episodes of Coconut Fred, and my god, is it? It's it's almost as worse as it is worse than the worst episodes of SpongeBob, and that's like saying a lot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because even when when SpongeBob episodes are bad, uh, they're they're still somewhat good. It's not that they're bad, it's that they're usually just worse. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I I, I mean, like, bad SpongeBob episodes are like mediocre levels when it comes to bad stuff. Except for Ink Lemonade, that one's wow. Oh, what was that again? I couldn't hear you. You just glint. Uh, except for, uh, for Ink Lemonade. That one's a weird one. Oh, oh yeah. I, I haven't seen that one. I, I, I sort of just um, I, I sort of just gave up when I got to that age of being too old for yeah. cartoons. It's one of the newer episodes. It is basically like... Uh, it's basically like Patrick Patrick scares Squidward somehow, and like he shoots like ink out of his nose, and like people start drinking it. And so like Patrick keeps staring Squidward to mass produce this like ink coming out of his nose. Ah, yes, yeah, so one of those like, episodes oh. where Squidward just wants to commit suicide. Lovely. Uh, <laughs> why is that trope in TV? It's just a character that just a society just hates and just tries to ruin their life. Why is that Rohan <laughs> I would not describe Rohan as that trope. And to be honest, Rohan kind of deserves it most of the time. 
Yeah, again, I he's a bit inconsiderate of others. Yeah, like honestly, I've I've recently watched Diamond is Unbreakable, and it still makes no sense as to why Rohan hates Josuke so much, and it still makes no sense why Rohan X Josuke is a popular ship. No, no, the, the bit that makes the least sense is that he basically doesn't like anyone, but suddenly you should say, "Oh yeah, Koichi, my mate, my big bro, how's it going?" I've just pulled six mountains. Yeah, can I crash you for a while? <laughs> oh man, I can't. I can't wait for the spooky Shabby Rohan episode two hundred and sixty-three before we get a Stone Ocean anime. Because yeah, we want more Rohan. Yeah, I mean, we can't get enough Rohan because he is. I swear to God, he's Araki's favorite character. I know he isn't statistically, but like. Well, statistically, what does that even mean? I know he isn't, but it feels like he's Araki's favourite character. <laughs> like, of course he is, because he's, uh, he's Araki's like, self-insert. <laughs> is Araki trying to say that he's not a nice person in real life? I mean, his main point was... Uh, his main... His main point was probably the like Rohan. He he writes manga to be read and not for the money. Ah, ah, yeah, um, big fan, big fan. Um, right. Um, we should move away from JoJo just so we don't lose all of our viewers, aka um, Rosada. Help me, please, Luke N sixty four, and basically everyone else in our friendship group. And let's get back to yeah, you. You see that as if like a bunch of people watch this, but like uh, it's just like no. one. But I think I got like two plays on my last podcast. Well, well, that's like amazing. That's just banging. Um, um, right. Um, so I'm starting a podcast soon. Mm, come <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to be? Are you trying to be Lenny from the legendary YouTube video, Hey Homer? Hi, Homer! Hey, man. I got something real special for you, Lenny Simpson. <laughs> mm. Okay, thanks for that generation. Oh, now do classical gas. Um, yeah, but uh, my podcast. <laughs> You're just gonna sing classical gas. No, no, no. Right. So yeah, my um legendary podcast is going to be terrible. No, I'm kidding. It's, it's just going to be a robot wars podcast. It's going to be rubbish. Oh. Um, I'm probably going to like get zero for any of my friends being guests. But don't worry, I could just. Pull up, pull one of my subscribers, and just basically say, "Hey, do you want to join the podcast?" And they'll be like, "Yeah, okay, fam." And then we just do stuff. It's basically going to be it. Yummy. The thus <laughs> spoke Fletcher Theo, episode fourteen, the walk. <laughs> Just who could walk the longest? Well, this guy, his name is um, Lester the Unlikely. And um, why am I trying to do a parody of the bloody um, trailer? Um, I'm still going to carry on doing it. This guy, Lester the Unlikely. Well, it's unlikely he's able to run or even beat me, but we're having a walking race to see who can walk the slowest. 
Oh boy, it's going at negative two miles an hour. I have to go at negative three. Oh, oh boy, this is getting really hard now. Thus spoke Fletcher Theo, episode 14, The Walk, coming soon. Only if you buy the um, um, Blu-ray disc of um, <laughs> the meme suck. <laughs> No, uh, uh, available as a DLC with, uh, within the within the fighting game. Oh yeah, meme, meme saga, all star battle, <laughs> featuring um um. Imagine talking about an in joke that no one will understand. Do you think anybody's gonna watch this podcast anyway? <laughs> yeah, but like you could have just like texted this to me or something. <laughs> Well, well, that's because I wanted to talk about Mario Kart Wii. So, top thirty-two Mario Kart Wii tracks. Let's go. Um, no, we're not. We're not doing it all. But like, what do you say is the best track in Mario Kart Wii? Um, the Whale Lagoon <laughs> <laughs> for Diddy Kong Racing. No, Sonic and Sega All Stars Racing. Oh my god, I haven't played that game in ages. That's why I didn't get the joke. What's the name of the whale track in like Diddy Kong Racing then? Is it like Whale Bay? I don't know. I've never played Diddy Kong Racing. Oh, you've never played Diddy Kong Racing. Well, you need to. Try and like find a way to like download it off the eShop or something. It, it, it's a pretty sick game. Do yeah, not yeah, play the DS know, like, version yeah. though. The DS version is crap. <laughs> <laughs> what was you considering the DS port Diddy Kong Racing for the know. DS I don't know if it was good or not but I'd probably check it out ah yeah the DS port um, yeah that um, you have to like use the touch screen to even get a head start I was upon the DS games without like yeah there is a touch screen but you don't need to put it in every game yeah like, I mean, some games got it right by making it sort of like a menu at the bottom, but, like, some of them just went way too ambitious with it, and it just ruined the entire game. It's like, it's like the Nintendo um, Wii when it first came out. Like, there were so many, like, games that could have been good, but they were just ruined because the developers really wanted to include some of that motion control gameplay and swinging action. So you have to use the Wii remote to swing the sword and it barely works half the time and it misses every single time. Literally every Wii game where you use a sword in a nutshell. It's like um, all of the Call of Duty DS games, except for Black Ops, require you to move the camera using the touch screen. So you have to like have your right hand holding the stylus, moving it, but the fire button also has to be pressed by your right hand. You can't do both at the same time. Oh, it's just it's just consoles with gimmicks is one of the biggest mistakes um, the gaming industry's ever made. Oh my god. But well, the problem is in the gimmick. It's the fact that every game company is like, we must use the gimmick. When you really don't need to use the gimmick. Like, uh, like I mean, how? Like, look, look, look back to the Super Nintendo. Oh, do you know how many games there were who utilized the Satellaview gimmick? <laughs> That's not even a funny joke. 
Why? That's not even a funny joke. So you probably wouldn't even get it because you don't know what a Fatella view is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was that thing in Japan and all the advertisements sound like that Space Mario thing that they reintroduced in Super Mario Odyssey. Fatella view. Tengen. I, I don't. I, I don't actually know how the adverts went, but like, um, yeah, the Fatella view. That was an interesting thing. Um. It was so interesting. It made um, the boom one one seven seven shut off. <laughs> no, but most peripherals on early consoles didn't last long. Well, yeah, mo- yeah, j- just add-ons in general are just very odd. Like we all remember the um, masterclass of the Sega CD and the Sega thirty two X, which weren't bad consoles it's just uh, no I, I think it got i think it got worse as it went like the cd was like okay so you can have like cd roms so you can run better games what was the point of 32x what upgrade was there there uh, um i'll explain the 32x in a bit but i do want to give a little bit of a defense to the sega cd because the sega cd is a perfect example of a console that was run by gimmicks like the Sega CD could have been a really cool add-on because, like, look at games like Sonic CD. Like, sure, it might be slightly overrated in my opinion, but it kind of shows the potential the Sega CD had to, to be like a, well, a Sega Mega Drive game, but with, like, more space. Oh, wait, sh- I, sh- I should be saying the Sega Mega CD because that's what it was called over here, but I much prefer the US yeah. name. But... Uh, yeah, but, like, the, the, Mega, the Mega CD was good, but it was just like, what was the point of having the 32X being some separate thing. Yeah, the 32X, um, because like the Mega Drive was doing really well in the UK, they didn't want to release the Sega Saturn just yet because the crates, because the head of Sega in the UK thought that the Mega Drive still had plenty of years left in it. So they made a budget option just to boost up the power. But then Sega of Japan were just like, oh yeah, you see this thing, yeah? Because the Mega Drive isn't doing well in Japan, we're going to discontinue it everywhere else. I mean, like, bruh. I mean, Sega of Japan kind of committed suicide, basically. That's yeah, well, why they have to continue it everywhere. Like, Sega Japan just discontinue it in Japan. Yeah, that's what they should have done. But no, because they had to discontinue it everywhere. They essentially ruined their own company. Like, yeah, because maybe, maybe then. Uh, uh, because like if they delayed everything, uh, everything else, or like I would think they could have had more income and then possibly more money to actually make on more consoles. Because after the Mega Drive, everything kind of went downhill. Yeah, I think the especially with the- they discontinued it everywhere else because the head of Sega um, of Japan at the time, I can't remember his name, but I believe I heard from somewhere that he really disliked the Mega Drive and he was really annoyed that it was doing really well outside of their home country of Japan. Um, so, yeah, he just wanted to discontinue it as quickly as possible and focus 100% on the Saturn, but still, like, a bit... A bit I mean, they could, have, they could have, like, relocated all this stuff to do with, like, Mega Drive and that to purely Sega of America and have Japan Sega focus on America the Saturn. in Europe, like... Sega were massive in Europe before um, Japan decided to ruin everything. Like, yeah, uh, and uh, and now they're and now they're like one uh, one office uh, one set of offices in 
um, Hammersmith area of London. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if the um, original head of Sega of Japan is listening to this, um, which, let's be real, I don't think they are, but if they yeah, are... Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's over, like, dead or really old by now. Yeah, but if you're listening to this, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. You just killed your own company. Or if their uh, or, or if their family would be listening, just like your 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 dad or your like grandfather was a real buffoon. Uh, I mean, he was a real Nimrod. <laughs> yeah, he was a Nimrod. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was just a Nimrod. Like honestly, though, like to be honest, though, post Mega Drive Sega was like really all downhill, and I'm not talking about the consoles. I'm talking about the business decisions because. Um, the head of Sega of America during the Sega Saturn period, um, he said like this really stupid thing, saying that um, he doesn't want any 2D games on the. No, he doesn't want any. Wait, no, what's again? Oh, yeah, he decided to not release any um, role-playing games in um, Western regions um, because he you know. RPGs wouldn't sell well. Like, I mean, I don't really play role-playing games or RPGs or whatever. Like, Final Final Dragon um, Emblem 12. Um, well, I probably just offended but, some <laughs> players, but... But, uh, but it's like, even if it wouldn't sell well in Western territories, it'd still sell. Yeah. And, and besides, it's very completely failed, considering that Final Fantasy VII was one of the biggest games at the time in america for the playstation one so um yeah if you're listening to this podcast bernie stolard yes i do know that guy's name you are also an idiot. you're also an idiot you're a real nimrod yeah we're just insulting um people who we who we know are never go we're never gonna meet and probably left the gaming industry ages ago but we're still insulting them anyway uh, 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 at least, uh, at least, if I get a job in the game industry, I can, I can scroll right up to people related to Sega. Just be like, I'm, I'm here to make an announcement. <laughs> Bernie Stolard is a bitch ass motherfucker. He pissed on my Sega. He pissed all over my Saturn. <laughs> That's right. He took his um. I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna end it there. Uh, but no. Um. Okay. No, but it wasn't just Sega that made some pretty wacky and unfunny decisions. As Nintendo made some pretty wacky and unfunny decisions as well, like deciding to stick with cartridges for the Nintendo 64. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Everything else that moved on to CD-based, like, CD-ROMs and that. Yeah. And, like, all the people, all of, like, the... Um, the third-party people who made games on Nintendo decided to move to, to Sony because the CDs were cheaper to make. So Nintendo just didn't do very well. I mean, they did better, but they still didn't do very well. It's a shame because the I, 64 is pretty good. I think that the uh, uh, I think the PS One may have had better graphics as well than the N sixty four because they were still relying on cartridge technology. Yeah. Although I mean, if you could... 64 was actually 64-bit, unlike a certain um, cat-themed console. What themed console? Cat-themed console created by um, Atari. Atari. Oh. oh, the Atari Jaguar. But 
uh, uh, but like if you compare like Crash Bandicoot to Super Mario sixty four, which oh, were both like looks way better. Yeah, uh, yeah, because the PS one had like this the CD, while the, the while with the cartridge, like a lot of N sixty four games that are quite blocky. Yeah. And also, the Nintendo 64, it was really good at 3D games, but it was terrible with 2D games. Like, the Nintendo 64 couldn't handle Killer Instinct, which was a fighting game with using pre-rendered characters. It couldn't handle that. So they had to, like, make all the backgrounds and models in 3D so it can actually handle it. Like... I think it's... Mm-hmm. If they just stuck with CDs, then Nintendo 64... Nintendo would probably still be on top, but... No. They just decided to be like... Nah, we're gonna stick with cartridges because we hate CDs because it gives us Vietnam flashbacks to the Super Nintendo CD we add on, we tried to make once, that completely failed. Oh, that's probably why, because they feel like, oh, CDs aren't working. We're yes. selling all these stuff on cartridges, so let's do a cartridge. But it's it's not um, it's not a matter of sales; it's a matter of hardware at the point of N sixty four. Yeah. Oh well, at least it well, at least it's better than the Atari Jaguar. <laughs> the Atari Jaguar is one of the saddest things ever. Oh it's... yeah, but oh yeah, but the soundtrack for the Jaguar version of Doom is absolutely amazing. Oh yeah, I'm gonna play a song from it right now. No, uh, the uh, uh no, the fi- the thing is, none Stop of the music plays during the level. <laughs> Stop interrupting the Atari Jaguar Doom soundtrack, mate. It's still playing. I can't hear anything. Do you get the joke? I uh, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, how am I supposed to? I told you it, I knew. Yeah. So the, the thing is, there was a soundtrack, it just didn't play during the levels. The same thing happened with the Game Boy Advance poor of Wolfenstein 3D. It didn't have any music during the gameplay. What is it with id software and just soundtrack fails? Yeah, like, yeah, but I do, I do think it software wor- worked on. I, they they definitely didn't work on the Wolfenstein 3D port. I'm not sure about the Jaguar Doom port. Um, I think it. I mean, I mean, if they didn't work on it, then really good props to the creators of the Doom port for the Atari Jaguar because it's a really good port. Um, but like, it's in like the id software soundtrack fails. Like, apart from the PC, they just couldn't get the soundtracks right. Like, we all remember the banging Sega 32X Doom soundtrack. Uh, oh, yeah, the one that everyone's like, poop. Yeah. Honestly, though, the Sega 32X is truly a sad case. Like, the best game on it was Doom, and the Doom port for the Sega 32X was one of the worst Doom ports Wait. you could get. What, what, do you, what do you mean Doom was the best 32X game. Are, are you forgetting about the absolute Chad that is Knuckles Chaotix with Mighty the Armadillo, one of the best classic Sonic characters? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was Knuckles Chaotix, but... Knuckles Chaotix was, like... <laughs> it, 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 it somehow... Somehow Sonic CD is really overrated, while Knuckles Chaotix is quite underrated. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Knuckles Chaotix is a pretty underrated game. 
even though both of the consoles that they were on were, were both like add-ons to the Mega Drive that didn't really sell too well. So it's still like one of those more obscure to access than the other. You know how at one point um, Sega combined the Mega Drive and the Sega CD into one console and called it like the Sega CDX? No, I didn't. Well, they did. Um, they were actually planning on doing the same thing for the 32X and Mega Drive, just like combining the hardware into like one console. I want to see if you could try and guess the name of it, because I'll give you a clue. It's named after a planet. Let's see if you can get it right. <laughs> it's named after a planet. This unreleased Sega console. You better not be looking it up. <laughs> I'm not. Uh... Oh. I think I remember seeing something like Neptune. Or something. Ah, yeah, that's right, Sega Neptune. It was called the Sega Neptune. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, uh, but obviously by that point, like cells were just like. And yeah, the Sega Saturn like already came out by the time they even planned it, so they were just like, "All right, you know what? Screw this." Um... Those big old Nimrods in Japan yeah. was like, "Nah, mate, I don't want any Mega Drives." I believe there was also an attempt to make the Sega Saturn a cartridge-based console at one point called the Sega Pluto, but I'm not 100% sure on that. What was their thing about, like, ra- like random words? You had, like, Genesis, Neptune, like, 32X? Like, why the 32X? Just like, guess what, guy? It, it has 32 bits. 32 Bits. When you get on board with it's 32 bits, and guys. Yeah, you could play Virtua Fighter. <laughs> and then Nintendo's like, guess what, guys? We've got double them bits. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then Atari Jaguar was just like, bro, my jokes to you. I did 64 bits first. <laughs> but everyone was like, shut up, Jaguar. You can't even run Doom soundtrack. <laughs> but at least I've got Cybermorph and Trevor McFur in Crescent Galaxy, which is a game oh, that's so Cybermorph. bad. The Trevor McFur in Crescent Galaxy is a game that's so bad that even the programmer hates it. Of course he does. Yeah, he actually doesn't even like the game that he made. He, he, literally, the only good thing he had to say about um, his game was that it had good graphics, and that was it. Yeah, but that's basically how old Jaguar games go. Your Cybermorph didn't look great. <laughs> the Cybermorph looked worse than Star Fox. I'm. <laughs> yeah, but I just feel like most Jaguar games, they, they made advantage of the 64 bit 2D graphics, and then they were just like, oh, yeah, we're, we're supposed to make a game out of this. But hey, at least we got Kasumi Ninja, the best fighting game of all time. Um, can we get? Oh, oh, oh. At least it's not the finished CDI with, uh, with the with the what was it like the flowers of Robert Maple for it? <laughs> oh no, we 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 will talk about the CDI in a bit. But I do want to make this funny joke. That's actually not funny at all. Can we get Angus from Kasumi Ninja as a part of the Smash Bros DLC fighters? Like. His final smash can be the move where he lifts up his kilt and shoots a fireball out of it. Oh yeah, but uh, um, uh, have you heard what the new fighter is going to be for the first like for the first one in the next volume? Um, I think it's going to be Springman because they said no. they are having an arms character. Okay. Right? 
But yeah, character from Arms. Who played Arms? I mean, it's a new Nintendo IP, so it makes sense. Um, yeah, it's a, new, it's a new Nintendo IP, but it was released around launch, and I didn't really hear anyone talk about it or play it. Can we do... Okay, here's my prediction for the Smash Bros. DLC fighters. So we are going to get... So there's going to be a big announcement, and Nintendo is just going to be like, right, guys, Shigeru Miyamoto... Wait, no, 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 he's not the guy who makes Smash. Okay, Masahiro Sakurai and Hiroiko Araki... They, they both did a meeting, and they both agreed to include a character from the legendary Jojo no Kimio Nabalkin series. The thing is, there's a bunch of good characters, but they'd obviously be like, oh, Jojo, No, and here is the character. Shigekyo Yangu! Oh, wait, no, they probably just troll off and be like, hey, we're going to include Jotaro has psych, it's Rohan again, um, to coincide with the release of Thus Spoke Kishibe Rohan, episode 27, Rohan um, murders Koichi. Um, no, no, Rohan murders Yukiko, so we can have Koichi all to himself. Um, part one. <laughs> okay. Part one. <laughs> part one, yeah. Um, yeah, p- planning the murder. Part two, yeah. executing the murder. Uh, step three, the escape. Oh, wait, I'm just going to have to quickly say something to my dad in a minute. Um, I'll, I'll be back in a bit. I'm recording the podcast in a minute. Okay, what would you want to do? Do you want to check in with Michael Sorry about that. Uh, my dad just wanted to know what dinner I'm having. And he's like, uh, and he's like calling you Sagechi because you know you're his little man. <laughs> Here's a picture of my mama. It's like, thanks, Sagechi. Can't wait to see you die in an episode. <laughs> I must save my mama and dad. Have you heard Kira Lovania English dub? Kira Lovania English dub. Yeah. Just specifically the English dub. No, like the original version is pretty good, but the English dub is just funny just because the way the English dub Yoshikage Kira says Killer Queen Daisa no Bakadam bites uh, Dusto. The way he just says it is like Deadly Queen Plum Side Free. Bites the dust. He sounds like a Pokemon trainer when he says it. Just... Yeah, but who, who cares about that when you uh, when you have like uh uh, 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 uh it gave me a rock hard Oh, anyway, Let's discuss the the Philips VDI with such banging classics like um the flowers of Robert Maplethorpe um. Oh, the, the 500. Wait, no, that's not what it's called. In, in the interactive Grand Prix, which is one of the worst racing games ever made, I swear to God. And Rise of the Robots, which is one of the worst fighting games ever made. Yeah, yeah but how can you not remember the, cl- the classic that is Hotel Mario? I was trying to go for. I was going to try and talk about the CDO without mentioning those those games. Yeah, I know, I know, but but it but it's been one of those days. Looks like this is where Wendy's hit the big coins. <laughs> you know what they say: all toasters. 
Santos toast. <laughs> but hey, Where's at least the, the Philips CD over at there. Least... At least the Philips CDI has got the best port of. Um... Oh god, I forgot the name of the game. What's the name of like the, the name of the game where you play as the knight that was made by Tom Bluth? That game. Oh, Dragon's Lair. Ah, yeah, it's got the best port of Dragon's Lair. Um... Well, of course it does because it has like CD. Well, uh, well, actually, it's no longer the best port because they made a port for like Xbox 360 and PS3 or something like that. Or, yeah. or, was it, or, or was it on like current generation consoles? It's either current or last generation or both. I, I don't know. Dragon's Lair just just is just a hard game, <laughs> unless if you use easy mode. No, it, it, it's literally just a reaction. It's literally quick time events. The game. Yeah, basically. Just walk up something. Oh, you better press right right now, or you're gonna die. That's like the entire game. <laughs> I mean, pretty much most Laserdisc games were the same, basically. Oh, the the Power Rangers Mega CD game. Oh, wait, if you mess up, nothing happens. Yeah, yeah, because you just clips on the show with inputs put over them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You can literally, you can play, you can literally buy like one of those like Simon Ted key rings for like six quid. Literally, just sit down and watch an episode of like Power Rangers on CITV. You get the same experience. No, you might as well watch an episode of the Aquabat Super Show if you're turning on CITV. To be honest. Oh uh, uh, yeah, but I think they stopped showing that. Mate. No. <laughs> yeah, I think they stopped showing that ages ago. And I was like, that was like the only good show on CITV. <laughs> Like, it probably ended sometime around, like, 2012 or 2014 or something, or 2016. I feel like it would be one of those years they kind of, like, stopped. I don't really know, because I didn't really watch that. Like That was literally the only good show on CITV. (laughs) Like, when I I was seven or eight, I would just just watch, like, random random stuff, like Phineas and Ferb. Oh wow, you had a much better childhood than me because when I was seven or eight, I was just I I always sat down to tune into the latest episode of Almost Naked Animals. Ah, uh, <sighs> uh, uh, oh yeah, because uh, that, uh, that's on like sat, uh, uh, that's on like Freeview or satellite television or whatever. I don't I don't know if things like uh, things like Disney XD in that world uh, world anything but cable. Probably on Saturday. Yeah, I didn't have cable. I'm, I'm too sad. That that's that's why you couldn't watch such banging tunes. Yeah, like Phineas and Ferb featuring everyone's favorite Indian stereotype, Baljeet. Oh, but oh, Baljeet. <laughs> yeah, Baljeet. I apparently share the same personality as Baljeet, according to a personality test. Yeah, but now we have Milo Murphy's Law featuring Weird Al Yankovic as Milo Murphy. <laughs> I don't think you said his name right. It's Al Yankovic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Al Yankovic. Oh, my Weird Al made an appearance in the annoying Orange TV show Christmas Special. I, that gives me depression. And he also appeared in an episode of probably one of the worst Adult Swim cartoons, Mr. Pickles. Oh, I, I've not seen that, but just hearing the name and the fact they realise someone those gimmicks of like, 
oh my god, guys, the main characters are like inanimate objects or like yeah, or no, like, no. Right. no. What the show's about? It's about a dog. It's called Mister Pickles, and all he does is like he just goes around killing random people, and that's the entire show. It lasted for five seasons. What sort of adult cartoons just being shit? Yeah, like, what is with that? Like, the only good adult cartoons that came out this decade were, um, um, I mean, I can't really say Rick and Morty because I never watched it. Um, I, I, I watched, um, I have, uh, I have watched the newest season that came out, mainly because it's like, I'm pretty sure it's only on um, in America right now. But, um, I feel like the first two were, uh, 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 were, uh, were good, but then like the third season, which I'm pretty sure is the infamous Pickle Rick season. Well, like it was, oh, was only in one episode, but I, I, I felt like the, the problem was the first two episodes were like wacky adventures that made that kind of made fun of like sci fi and pop culture, and the third one tried to have this like deep, heavy lore and plot, and it's like that's not the play of a comedy cartoon. <laughs> Yeah, like if you want to watch a deep cartoon, um, watch um, whatever the name of that adult cartoon about that guy with a horse for a head is called. Oh, Bojack Horseman. <laughs> yeah, I've ne- I've never seen it. It's just I'm, I've never seen it either. It's just like on Netflix, like a year it's, or two ago. You just see it everywhere. It's apparently really deep and goes through the deep psychological stress celebrities go through while the guy has uh, while the guy is like. A horse. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why do you need to be a horse? It needs to work. Oh my god. Nah. In my opinion, though, the worst adult cartoon of all time. Um, you would have never have heard of this show because it got cancelled so quickly. But um, I believe it was on Comedy Central. Um, it's called Brickleberry, and um, okay. Basically, here's the entire show. So you take Family Guy. Believe, and then you make it, then I you believe, make it less funny. I believe I, saw, I believe I saw like one episode once. But it was like really it's late at night. Funny, it's so unfunny. I got one of the most boring shows I've ever seen. Like I, from what I could tell, the plot was was that it's about these guys um, who run. Um, a nature reserve, and they're really bad yeah, at their job. Yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah, 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 I, yeah. I asked, I asked, I asked you after that. The animation <laughs> is so cheap and bland, and so generic, and it just looks like any other adult cartoon. Like in the one episode that I saw, they had this like um, joke where they had this like Indian tech support guy shoot themselves, and you could tell they were trying to be wacky and edgy. But I just looked at it, being like. Oh, all right. Um, Family Guy already did that joke. They were, they were like, <laughs> and they just try. It's like, it's like um, a kid who just draws a penis on the boys' toilet's door. They're just trying to be edgy and funny, but no one cares. I think the problem is people see things like South Park, whatever, and think like, oh yeah, I could be like edgy and offensive and still be funny as well. And then it just comes off as like trying to be funny but 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 they don't realize that it's actually harder to make a joke than it is like you can't just be like oh we did something edgy and offensive laugh yeah yeah it's just like oh hey did you hey i got a really funny joke 9-11 
That's literally how I describe most bad adult cartoons. It's just something edgy. They expect the audience to laugh, repeat for like half an hour, and then the show ends. Yeah, like it's just like, oh, oh, the police were hitting the black guy. Oh, oh, oh. oh yeah, um, oh yeah, Jewish stereotype. <laughs> Jewish guy is a banker, and he's in the bagel. Oh look, look, we have um, a t- talking animal. <laughs> Honestly, I would rather play um, Shaq Fu oh, than. Um, oh, what? yeah, there was a remake of Shaq Fu, wasn't there? Oh, yeah, there was. Um, I haven't played it, but I've heard it's pretty bad. Yeah, the poor thing is, like, there's not, there's not much of a way to improve Shaq Fu, it's just bad. Yeah. Uh, wasn't it, it, isn't it called like Shaq Fu, The Rise of Shaq or something, or like The Return of Shaq? <laughs> no, Legendary Born. Um, oh. That was one of the meme games. Like, there's just been a trend recently of just meme games. That oh, yeah, like they, they made two new Bubsy games. Why? For meme, meme reasons, because they're just like, oh, hey, yeah, Bubsy, Bubsy's bad. Let's make two new games of it. Let's bring back Bubsy the Bobcat. Yeah, but it wasn't just one new game. It was two, as if, like, oh, people really liked our new game that was really buggy, and now let's just make another one. Yeah, bad reviews. Um, <laughs> yeah, because... Like- honestly, though, honestly, though, because of all these things of just, like, these bad games getting sequels, I'm honestly... Really pumped up for the Big Rigs Over the Road Racing sequel. Oh, yeah. Big Rigs Over the Road Racing 2. <laughs> we have collision protection now. They could easily get Big Rigs Over the Road Racing released to Nintendo Switch because anything's on a Nintendo Switch store. All they have to do is include an anime character riding a truck on the thumbnail and it'll get there. Oh, yeah, like generic anime girl. Yeah, uh, yeah, because like all over the Switch store, there's a bunch of these like G-packed games made by the same developers using these like pixel graphics, some generic game that could be like any other of a genre. But there's an anime girl on the front, so you know you you'll get bells of people just looking at the thumbnail, being like, "Aha, girl with tear." Oh yeah, honestly. Bad as this sounds, I'm beginning to miss the days of data design interactive. At least their games on the Wii were bad in a funny way. Yes, yeah, that's the thing though. Like a lot of games are starting to just become bad. They're not like, oh, this game's really not funny because it's bad. bad. It's just bad. I mean, oh, like, can we get Ninja Breadman HD? Can we just bring back data design oh. interactives again, just so we can get Ninja Breadman and Action Girls Racing HD in a bundle package? Like, <laughs> can we get a re-release of the Quatic Wii game Pirates: The Search for Blackbeard's Booty, or whatever it's called? <laughs> oh my god! It's, it's Look, like the so rip-off, like Mario Party style thing, or whatever I think it was. There were so many Mario Party ripoffs for the Wii. Um, um, like, like Wii Party. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know Game Party. They always have some really generic names. And um, I watched a video on like fifteen. It was just a top fifteen worst Wii games list. And uh, one of the games on there, it was a Mario Party ripoff, but it was themed after Rednecks for some reason. 
What? I, I, all I heard was red reason. Oh. Oh. Oh, well. Yeah, it was a Mario Party ripoff, but it was themed after rednecks. Oh, yeah. I think I think I saw that on, like, um... Uh, is that the one that was on, like, Game Grumps? It was called, like, Redneck Jamboree or something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did that, I'm sure they did that on, like, Game Grumps. It just looks so bad. Yeah, like... <laughs> like, like, the graphics, the gameplay, everything was just, like... Like, from my knowledge... Basically, half of the mini games were exactly the same, where you just have to collect a certain amount of items in a certain number of time. Yeah, because it was like fishing, and I think it was like some form of like skeet shooting or something. Oh, and then we got the legendary Wii game, a chicken shoot. <laughs> chicken shoot. Oh, where you just shoot chickens. That compares nothing to the PS4 classic. Um, pro fishing and oh, train sim world. <laughs> What's another banging Wii game that we have? Um, oh, yeah, we have um, the MM's trilogy with um, MM's kart racing, MM's adventure, and MM's beach party. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, classic, absolutely. Classic. And also the fact that um, Gingerbread Man, or no, Gingerbread Man, was re-released three times, just with a different graphic style, and they tried to pass it off as a new game. Like, Gingerbread Man, Anubis II, Rock and Roll Adventures, and Myth Maker Trixie in Toyland. The fact that I know all these games is kind of sad, but all four of those games were the exact same game. They just had a different texture. And they got away with selling them as different games. They sold the exact same game four times. Like, what is this? EA? Ha. <laughs> That's all we have to say, it's just ha. I mean, Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 2 released by EA were basically the same game. Yeah, and every FIFA game. Um... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Guess what, guess what, guys? We've disabled online support for our old game, so you have to buy our new game if you want to play with other people. And we've had this team. we've added one team, guys. That's worth buying a new game. <laughs> EA are just one of the worst companies in the gaming industry. They're just I'm not saying as in they make bad games. I mean I mean, that's up to opinion. I'm just saying they're just their overall business model is just pretty dodgy. Oh, surprise mechanic. <laughs> surprise mechanic. <laughs> I forgot they did that. Uh, oh, I forgot they tried to be like... Oh, they're not kind of loot boxes. Surprise mechanics. Yeah, like, I sure do love entering the casino to play the surprise machines. Um, they're not called slot machines, they're called surprise machines. They're, they're called um, surprise mechanical machines. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and don't forget the legendary microtransactions. Oh, sorry guys, those are wacky cryptocurrency purchases. <laughs> I swear there was this one game where the true ending was DLC. Oh. <laughs> so you had to buy the DLC to get the true ending, because otherwise the game would just end on a cliffhanger. 
Uh, it's like I I saw a video where someone played um where Big Man Curtis Potter played episode on on mobile and a bunch of the stories that people make to to pick the better decision you gotta pay like gems or something. Oh dear! Do we have to smash all the boxes to get the gems? No, I uh, know you go like pay for gems or you get like a certain amount free or something, but it'll be like, uh, like, like piss in the cup or run to the toilet <laughs> for 20 gems. And it's like, why? Why are you locking out the, the better option? Oh my god. I'm not kidding. Have you seen the ads? Have you seen the ads for episode? It'll be like, it'll, it'll be like, oh no, he's asleep on the toilet. It's just like piss in his mouth or divorce. <laughs> what? What? Why would you divorce someone because they fell asleep on the? I know, but that's what said on the ad. <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> you know, next time, um, like if I ever get a partner, um, if they ever, they ever fall asleep on the toilet, I'm breaking up with them immediately. Yeah, I'm gonna piss in their mouth. <laughs> oh, oh, you're gonna go for that method. <laughs> That, that 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 would actually probably end with you getting arrested. <laughs> but, like why not why not like why not be in the shower or the bath or something? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a better decision than what divorce. divorce. <laughs> I once got an ad for episodes and it was just this thing where I was just like, oh no. Your boyfriend is cheating on you, and you get the option of break up with them, um, pursue them, or join them. How do you join someone in cheating on you? No, 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 no. Any, um, the person walked in on like two people, like um, doing the bad word. Oh, what? So like, so like, oh no, my partner's cheating on me. Oh wait, this is a really good opportunity for a threesome. <laughs> Bad. Well, I've never played it. Just the ads are just awful. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. Thus spoke Kishibe Rohan, episode 260. Rohan kills Yukiko to get Koichi all to himself, part one. That, that has to be quote of the episode. That has to be quote of the episode. No, quote of the episode is, um, uh, is, um, d- b- Bernie Stolar, you're an idiot. No, 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 no. I never said to make an announcement. Bernie Stolar is a bitch. <laughs> Like Sega Saturn. Um, fun fact. Do, wait, no. Do you do you know the um, prototype name for the Sega Dreamcast? Do you, do, do you know the prototype name for the Sega Dreamcast? No. Um, it was called the Black Belt. Of course, it was because the ninjas. Yeah, and they also um also called it Katana briefly. Prototype names are just really odd. Oh like, yeah, like the um, um, the the virtual boy was called like the three D boy or something, wasn't it? 
Um, no, VR thirty two. Oh yeah, but uh, there was get uh, uh, yeah, it. The, the the Wii was called something else. The, the Revolution. I honestly prefer that name, um, but that's just me. And um, um, uh, and I think it was one of them was called like Dolphin. Wii two. Uh, oh yeah, Dolphin. That was GameCube. Yeah, um, yeah. They they referenced that um, because. Um, um, in Super Mario Sunshine, that is why the island shaped as a dolphin is a little reference. But you didn't know that. Yeah, which which means they, they must have finished like most of Super Mario Sunshine before they made the name change. Um, the DS had two prototype names: um, the City Boy. You know, the City Boy. Yeah, you can take the boy out the city. <laughs> yeah, the City Boy, which was to basically meant to be like, it's the mature console. I don't know why Nintendo had an obsession with making the DS the mature console for a brief period of time. Um, this is the like, boy. I, yeah, the mature boy. Like the original slogan for the DS <laughs> was. This might sound a little bit dirty, but the original DS slogan was "Touching is good." That's because it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah nintendo have a really weird obsession of making strangely adult adverts like have you seen the game boy micro ad with the mouse in the maze no okay well here's the ad so they're these two scientists and they're like hmm, we're gonna test how irresistible the Game Boy Micro is. So they put the Game Boy Micro at one side of the maze and a block of cheese at the other side of the maze and they put oh, the ratchet yeah, that in. one. That goes to the Game Boy Micro and starts humping it. <laughs> to those who are listening to this, we are not making this up. These are all real um, commercials. Yeah, yeah like uh, every, everything we're saying is real. But Train Sim World is a real PS4 game with expansion packs including West Somerset Railway expansion pack. Are you on the PlayStation Store right now? No. <laughs> no, no, I saw it yesterday. Ah, yeah, a banging classic. Oh my god! Like th- some games just go really strangely adult for some reason. Um, like um, like N- Nintendo. Um, you probably have heard of the secret in one of the Kirby games. Um, with the um really badly drawn um, naked woman easter egg Nintendo um, snuck in. Um, <laughs> um, you probably might have heard of that oh, one. That, that's a or, real um, thing. The time where a, a bunch of um, a bunch of Tiger Woods golfing games included the um, the original like Jesus versus Santa short made by the people who made South Park. <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, did, did did Matt Stone and Trey Parker know about this? No, they didn't. Uh, I, I, one of the programmers just say put it into a bunch of the discs. Ah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, like why? Why oh would you God. do that? Just did, um, unless you put that into a computer instead of your Xbox, you're not going to do that there. I swear to God, Trey and Matt. At one point, they made an episode where they like briefly mentioned Allah. 
and the episode had to get banned um, because a terrorist group threatened to assassinate them. Oh yeah, the, oh yeah, there was an episode that said like Allah or Mohammed or something, or like it showed one of the two, and uh, and, and it's like never been shown again. Yeah. Oh my god. T- terrorists, they, they they just make the whole religion look bad, man. Like, yeah, t- terrorists can ruin uh, can ruin. <laughs> <protect> <laughs> <them>. <laughs> oh, man! So, some ep- some episode bannings are pretty funny though. Um, like um, I believe the episode just one bite got banned, right? The SpongeBob episode just one bite didn't that get banned? No, that, um, no, there's, there's um one scene that's cut out of certain versions. Where um where Squidward gets like burnt? Ah, oh oh yeah, oh because like nine eleven. No, no, right, no, that I, makes I sense. Think it I was guess that. there was like napalm attacks or something. Ah yeah, I know the um Sonic um the Adventures of Sonic episode mass transit troubles got banned because of nine eleven, um because Doctor Eggman um decided to like blow up train stations or something in that episode that got banned um um an ep- another episode um an, an episode of looney tunes got banned because um it was really racist yeah, uh, yeah that's the, that's the, that's the thing that a lot of early televised television when you look back on it you, you can see things like stereotypes and that and say so. oh yeah now going back like like um, the film Rain Man, like I really like the film, but like the depiction of autism in that film, you can clearly tell it was the first ever depiction of autism in media. <laughs> you can clearly tell it was. <laughs> we've came a long way. Oh, oh, we've come a long way from Rain Man to Christopher Moon. Okay. Hey, hey! Um, curious incident of the dog in the nighttime is a is probably one of the best depictions of autism in yeah, the media. Yeah, no, uh, I, 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 I know. I think I, I think we both read it and seen the play, right? Oh yeah, we have. Um, next to Joe Trojan. Uh, uh, <laughs> if uh, if I remember, you were there at the same showing. I I I, I think like my. <laughs> yeah, you were there. Yeah, yeah, you were there. Uh, we didn't see each other. I pre- uh, I pretty sure like. I'm pretty sure I was there, and then my mum was like, "Is that Theo down there?" And I was yeah. like, "Oh, that's wacky." Yeah, that was before the portrayal of the boss um, time period of the um, friendship group. Yes, we all got on the boat. We all got on the boat on that like algae uh, covered like pond in the middle of the school. Yeah, and um, and Luke um, 64 is just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, hmm. well, um, using this theory, I'm going to be next in line to be Capo, so I'm gonna join the betrayal. Uh, but uh, but but Trish is me, she she's not, yeah, but you know, Trish is me, the wound on her arm.